Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another PC Boys podcast. This is Logan. And today we're going to be talking about a few different things. We're going to talk about the Halloween Kills trailer. We are going to be talking about the Xbox Series X and what they are uh, going forward with account setups and connecting it to your phone. Um, and then after that, I want to talk a little bit about, um, I guess, Doom Eternal, just, just quickly to touch upon it. So, first, let's start off with uh, the Microsoft Xbox One X news, because that is the thing that I've known uh, for the longest or wanted to talk about for the longest uh, time. So, ultimately, with the new Xbox Series X, they now have a uh, new setup when it comes to the console. To set up your console, you need to download a, what, at least how they described it, sounds like a new Xbox app designed specifically for the next-gen consoles. And essentially, through this app, you can do quite a few things. You can set up your game, or your your console. You can um, download games to your console from any location. So, for instance, let's say I'm on vacation, right? And I, let's say I'm in, like, Maine or something. Um, and a new game comes out that I really want to play on my Xbox, but I don't want to have to buy the game when I get home and then download it. So what I could do is earlier on, I could download or get, um, go out and buy a Microsoft card, right? For Microsoft money or gift card money, put it on my account. So when the day it launches, I can either pre-order the game or of course just straight out buy it. And it will immediately download to my console even though I'm not in my house, starting it up. So I can download all my games, add-ons and stuff from a completely different location. Or for the majority use of this um, new feature would be like if I'm at work or anybody's at work and they want to go home and play a brand new video game, they can download that game straight from their phone on their console and it'll be ready to go as soon as they get home, which I think is a great feature because... This is something that I think with the uh, current gen Xbox consoles that it really sucks about it because I have to come home and start it up manually. Now, my Xbox is set for most games to do automatic updates, like games like Call of Duty will automatically update, Doom automatically will update. The only games that don't automatically update uh, for me are State of Decay, um, Rocket League, and Roblox, uh, Dead by Daylight, and... Red Dead Redemption 2, but every other game that I have auto-downloads. So it's really nice to have this new feature with the new Xbox system because ultimately it allows you to just download your games when you're at work or when you're not home so it's ready to go when you do come home or when you are ready to play your, uh, on your console next, which I really do like this new feature. Another new feature with Xbox is, of course, being able to play your games wherever you are. So... It sounds like that you can play your Xbox games, and I'm not, I, I don't know if this is strictly a Game Pass thing or if this is just all games in general, but it sounds like you can play your Xbox games straight on your phone from wherever you are with a controller, which is great because if I want to be, like, let's say, because I'm not a huge mobile gamer, so instead of playing COD Mobile when I'm at work, I could legitimately just be playing Call of Duty for my Xbox at work with a controller. Now, I know that there are two different devices, or there's one thing that you can buy for the Xbox, um, where essentially you can either put your phone inside of this little controller D-pad and play video games that way, or you can connect your 
uh, it'll be like an extension from your controller to your phone, and you can just play video games that way. So there's like two different ways you can play, which is pretty cool. I'll, I'll end up buying that extender some point down the road because I'm going to invest in the Game Pass because I think Game Pass, $15 a month for Game Pass Ultimate. You're talking about EA games because they're adding their EA Play in for free once the new gen consoles launch. And they're also going to be, of course, you know, adding in like Bethesda titles and stuff day one. So if I don't know about buying a game outright, like let's say Starfield, right? It's a brand new IP. I don't know if I want to go out and buy the full price tag because video game is going to be like $70 now instead of 60 I can buy Game Pass for $15 a month and try out a whole bunch of games. And the games that I like, I can actually go out and fully uh, buy and own on my console. Or I could just keep playing them through the $15 a month, which it, in many ways can help. Like if you're playing a story game, for instance, it helps you be able to play that game without spending full money on the game, which it's like the Netflix for gaming. That's essentially what Xbox is shooting for going into the future of their gaming industry. They're trying to make all their games uh, like Netflix, where you basically pay for a membership for a month, $15, and you get access to over 100 games. You can download them, play them for an entire month for just 15 bucks. And that's a great deal. Like Doom Eternal, right? Let's say you're somebody that's not like me that wants to go out and buy the $90 edition of the game, but you want to play Doom Eternal. You just want to play it. You don't want to own it. You just want to play it and just have something to do. Game Pass allows you to do that without spending $70 or $60 on that game. And like I said, now that video games are going to be $70 a pop instead of $60, I know it's only $10 extra, but that makes you think how much is, you know, the next step up edition going to cost. Like for Ubisoft games, you know how they have their deluxe edition, then their gold edition and platinum edition. And then for, you know, Call of Duty, you have your hardened edition and then your, you know, whatever, your ultimate edition or whatever. So... You know, it really just thinks, you know, makes you think, what are those prices going to be? Are those going to get extended up or are they going to relatively remain the same? But ultimately, at the end of the day, I think Game Pass is a great option. I think this is where they're going to trump PlayStation because PlayStation has a system like that. It's just for PlayStation games, though, for the PS4. And Xbox is doing this Xbox One games, 360 games, and original Xbox games because they're going to be adding more of those to the library to play with graphical updates for free yes graphical updates for free and that's amazing so that's really what i wanted to talk about with the xbox that they were talking about they also are adding some new dynamic themes for backgrounds so for instance you know when you play playstation and play how playstation has like those backgrounds that have like movements in the background right like they're moving backgrounds xbox now has those for their own consoles which is really nice um However, you don't get Xbox Live or Game Pass with the console, which I found to be really weird because with every Xbox console in the past, rather that be 360 or Xbox One, you got Game Pass and Xbox Live Trials with your console. You don't get that this time around, which I find to be very interesting. I also want to talk about the controller really quickly before we move on to our next subject, which is the Halloween Kills trailer. Um, I do got to say about the controller. So there, essentially, the new Xbox controller is the same thing as the Xbox One controller, except they have uh, better textured grips now. And the grips are, of course, on the back of the console where you are the console, the back of the controller. Uh, where you hold it, and on the triggers and bumpers, they also have this extended grip thing. 
Uh, the D-pad is a lot like the Elite Series controller, where the D-pad is um, expanded and, and more like that, that type of D-pad, which is really nice because I've never owned an Elite controller, but my cousin has one, and I've held it in my hands, and it's really fucking nice. But I'm not going to go out and spend that much money on a fucking controller. Me, I'm okay with the default controllers. I'm okay with using those and playing video games with those. I don't need to go out and buy some overly ridiculous you know, controllers, like I said, I buy enough video games, headsets, um, con- you know, console-based stuff as it is within a year. I don't need to be going out and doing that, not to mention, you know, buying phones or buying um, just a bunch of different shit. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, that's uh, my thoughts on the new uh, Xbox Series X and when they were talking about it. I'm really happy with the improvements that they've made. With Xbox, they aren't making, like, for instance, the consoles like main home and stuff is the same thing as the Xbox One home. Because, like I said, they're cross, uh, they're cross-gen. they cross So if you want to be in an Xbox party with somebody on the Xbox One and you own a Series X or Series S, you can be. You can talk with people on those older-gen consoles. You can play video games with people on those older-gen consoles. They're making the things, uh, they're making the uh, UI and everything the exact same. The servers are the exact same. It's just that the newer gen consoles are going to load games faster. And the new gen consoles are going to have better graphical um, play style. More so with the X than the S. Like I said, the S is going to run things better than the current gen consoles, but not on the level of the Series X. So it's like, it's an improvement from the newer, or, or it's an improvement from the current gen consoles, but it's not the full experience that the X is going to give you. The X is going to give you the 4K gaming. The X is going to give you the possibility of 8K gaming um, with all those enhanced load times and speeds um, and the pause playback feature where with the S, you're basically getting, um, like, what was it? uh 1080p or, or 60 frames per second or whatever like you're you're still getting good gaming quality you're just not getting 4k you can get simulated 4k with the s but you can't get actual 4k and you don't have the chance of getting 8k compatibility remember there is that price drop for a reason but you still get the same load speeds and all that shit you still get with the Series S. So you're still going to get great load speeds and stuff with the S. You're just not going to have the graphical um, level and the ray tracing like you are with the X. But that all depends on what you want to buy. And what your budget is. But yeah, so ultimately... um. I'm really happy with the product so far, and I'm really excited to see what Xbox uh, has got, uh, you know, going forward. So, moving on to the next uh, topic at hand, the Halloween Kills 40-second trailer. So, in this trailer, I had to watch it, like, four times (laughs) before I I, I found everything that I wanted to talk about. So, number one, the introduction of Michael Myers. For some reason, his mask is on the ground. Don't know why. But when he goes to reach it, we do see that his hand was bandaged. We don't know if Michael did that himself or if somebody else did it when he was unconscious. But Michael Myers had his hand bandaged. We also get to uh, see the new mask, which is really awesome because it looks like the 2018 mask, which, by the way, is my favorite mask in all the Halloween movies. I love the 2018 mask. I love the look of Michael Myers in 2018 the best. Um... 
I mean, don't get me wrong. The 1978 Michael Myers is still the second best, hands down. It's just I prefer the mask in 2018 over the original, just because it looks more menacing to me. But um, so we also get to see Michael Myers kill somebody with either a kitchen knife or a hammer. I've heard a few different things. To me, it looks like a kitchen knife. But anyways, it looks gory as hell. And I mean, we only get a few seconds of it. Not even that. Maybe like a second. And it's not that much. But still, it's gory enough to the point where I'm like, we only got to see a second and that was gory. Just imagine what this whole movie's going to be like. Because we know with Halloween Kills that the, the body count is going to be fucking huge in this movie. My hope is that they don't go uh, the Jason Voorhees route, though, in this movie. Being like, okay, well, Jason's just, or Michael's just going to go around murdering people left and right. And it's like, well give a little build up to the kills. And I was explaining this to my dad last night where Michael can kill a lot of people in succession. Yes, but not like Jason. Jason, I don't feel like takes his time when he does that. He kind of just does it. When it comes to Michael Myers, as long as Michael takes a few seconds to look at his next victim before he pursues them, that's enough of an, a build up to, uh, or anticipation, uh, build up to a kill, which I like it when Michael does that. Because it makes him more menacing and it makes your anxiety and all that, you know, get, re you know, revved up. And that's what I like. I like when that happens. Um, but yeah, so ultimately, um, that looked really good. We got to see Lindsay Wallace make a return. Uh, Tommy Doyle. Uh, we also got to see the nurse. Um, I, I forgot her fucking name. But, you know, I, I think it was Nurse Chambers, if I'm correct, from the first movie. Um, they also had that reference in the trailer of the hand smacking the glass, just like in the 1978 film. We also uh, get to see um, what looks like to be Allison pissed off. We are. Uh, I've already heard quite a few things about this movie where Allison's going to apparently be chasing down Michael trying to kill his fucking ass because she's pissed off. Um, and then of course we get to see, um, Michael Myers attacking an old person and just kind of going after the town of Haddonfield. It looks like there's a, that there's going to be a riot or some civil unrest in the town. Um, but ultimately, yeah, I think that Halloween kills when it comes out next year is going to be one of the best slashers ever. As long as they still make Michael Myers feel like Michael Myers, I will be happy. I'm worried, however, about them killing Michael Myers and Halloween ends, and here's why. Michael Myers, throughout his entirety of existence, has been known as a supernatural killer. Somebody who cannot be killed. Michael has been stabbed, shot, burnt, blown up, run over, and hung. Hasn't died. And I know there's a lot of people saying, well, he can die because they have, you know, they haven't actually decapitated him or blown him up like Jason. Let me be real here. If Michael got decapitated, he'd be dead. Same with Jason. Blown up, dead. It's just always a story retcon that brings it back to life because Michael and Jason are supposed to be technically immortal. <laughs> Ultimately, though, I really do think that this movie is going to be really good. I I just don't want them to kill Michael. I just don't want them to kill Michael Myers because then that kind of takes away from his superhuman element of surviving. Um, but yeah. 
Uh, the trailer was really good. It, uh, well, teaser was really good. Um, I am really excited for this movie. I'm kind of bummed I didn't get to see it this year, but hey, waiting a whole nother year for this movie is fine. As long as they drop a trailer around March time, like a full-on trailer one for this movie, I will be extremely happy. I want to see more Michael. I want to get more hype and anticipation built up for this movie. So, that is me and my little Halloween Kills talk. I, I don't really have a lot to talk about or to say about it. We only got 40 seconds of footage. Not really a hell of a lot you can talk about that. Um, and I want to end off talking about Doom Eternal. So, uh, when I did my Doom Eternal review, I don't think that I specified uh, some of the villain changes that they did do in the... Um, or in their new DLC, so I kind of want to list off a few of them. So you get uh, whiplashes that are invisible. Um, you get, uh, you know, the or uh, what the fuck did they call it in the in the first in 2016? Uh, the summoners, uh, but they're ghosts in this one, and they possess demons, give them like a buff, and make them super fast and shit, and it's annoying as all living hell. Uh, they have turrets now. <laughs> in the game as a enemy and i think that's it if i'm correct that they added in for enemy types i don't think that they added in any other enemy types other than obviously their boss battle but that doesn't really count to me but yeah ultimately though um i i, I gotta say when it comes to doom eternal i'm really excited for uh dlc2 i know uh that i still have to do the doom eternal lore like complete lore about the doom slayer um, Erdak and stuff, but remember, they're adding codex entries with every single DLC. So, until I get through the final DLC, which will be Ancient Gods Part 2, until that comes out, releases, and I beat it, do my review on that, and then collect all the codex entries to read that, because I still haven't read any of the codex entries from this recent DLC. Um, I will be doing a hell of a lot of reading once the, uh, once I get ready to do that Doom Eternal Lore video. Um, I'm also still working on that whole, um, Werewolf the Apocalypse lore. Um, I just haven't had the time to do the research. Like I said, this is the whole reason why my podcast has went from more of a news channel and reporting on news, uh, from movies, video games, and comics to kind of just talking about things from an opinion standpoint on movies, video games, and comics, because it's a lot easier, more entertaining, and you can do a lot more diverse, um, subjects when talking more from a perspective of opinion than facts because like i said when i used to have plenty of time on my hands i could research fact check do all that stuff for news i still talk about news on the podcast it's just not stuff that i have to do heavy digging for like i'll talk about rumors and stuff uh and whatnot now because it's it's something to talk about you know just to get a conversation started um, but yeah, ultimately with the lack of films and stuff this year, it's just been really rough on us, uh, for, for PC boys and making, you know, news content. So I stay away from news and I do more opinion stuff now, which essentially is what I'm doing today. I'm just talking about, you know, some factual information of what Microsoft's going to do with their console, but giving my opinion on it. That's normally how we've always operated, but I used to be more factual based when I started compared to now, because it's just, like I said, hard to keep track with everything. 
because I work full time. Actually, I work overtime most of the time. So yeah, I'm working a lot. And then I work out and weight lift and I do other things in my life like hunt and fish. So podcasting is not my number one thing. I love podcasting. Don't get me wrong, but it's just something I do on my free time. It's not a job. If this was a job, I would be putting more time into doing the research and stuff. But Anyways, that is all that I have for you guys today. I hope you guys enjoyed the podcast. Hopefully this one was more enthusiastic than previous ones because there are just some that I'm t- absolutely tired when I do them and I'm just might sound like I'm out of it. Um, but yeah, so ultimately I just want to talk about Xbox, what they were doing, their whole new um, connecting pretty much your Xbox and your phone as a direct link to each other. Going forward, the Halloween Kills uh, teaser. And if you guys have not seen the Halloween uh, kill Caesar. I suggest you all go watch it right now. It's up on YouTube. Um, or you could find it on Twitter cause that's where it was launched first. Uh, but yeah, so you can go watch that trailer. Um, and I will be doing a live stream either today or today. Well, it's already Halloween. Happy Halloween guys. Um, it's 1207, but yeah, so I'm, uh, Today, I will be doing a live stream at some point. Uh, is it going to be Call of Duty? Is it going to be Slender the Arrival? Is it going to be anything um, horror, like horror game related? I have no fucking idea. I don't really, I, I said I was going to do Slender the Arrival, but then I got more busy than normal. Like, I always have plans, and I do this even when it comes to making a podcast. I plan on doing something, either podcasting or streaming, and then I don't because shit comes up or I get too tired and have to work early the next day. So I can't do everything exactly the way that I want to. And it kind of sucks, but I always try to make a plan. I always try to, it just, I always have to adjust it. But yeah, so ultimately I think that, uh, we're, we're going to be, uh, doing some sort of live stream, uh, on Twitch for gaming, uh, probably call of duty Warzone, probably, um, maybe even doom eternal. Um, I'll actually go, uh, I got to do a few things once I finish this podcast. I got to, I'm going to post, um, on our Facebook page, uh, the Halloween kills trailer first thing that I'm going to do. And the second, I'm going to write a post and say for Halloween, do you guys prefer me to do doom eternal gameplay for the, uh, ancient gods, or do you want some slender the arrival gameplay? And I won't be playing through the entire game. I'll just be doing some gameplay for Halloween sake, but. Thank you very much for listening. I hope you all enjoyed, and I will catch you all in the next one.